What up, HyperChange? Tesla earnings on Wednesday. It's the Q3 earnings preview video. So Tesla's about to drop all of their news, the shareholder letter, their financials, so much awesome information um, for us to dive into as shareholders and just learn about what the business is up to. Honestly, I get, I feel like we always do these episodes and I put out my projections for the quarter, but the truth is, you know, we know how many cars Tesla delivered. They delivered 140,000 cars. It was a record quarter. They're selling a ton of electric vehicles. We know the business is doing great you know, exactly how much money they made, exactly how much profit they made. I think people read a, a little bit too much into those numbers. Um, and what really matters is just, you know, the overall vibe of how the core business is doing. Let's just dive into the numbers to get these out of the way. Welcome to the world of hypercharts. So I've already put in, although it says estimates, these are the real delivery numbers that Tesla's already released. Um, so we did try and break out Model Y there, but as you can see, 140,000 uh, for Tesla. I mean, this is just a huge record here, 139.3, you know, way up from the 97,000 uh, units delivered in Q3 2019. So obviously you'd expect revenue to grow proportionally. Um, this is revenue broken down by different segments. Um, you know, obviously record revenue there. We can even go down to energy revenue if you want to see what I put in. 400 million. This is just kind of a toss up. I don't know. It's been bouncing around all over the place. So not sure what to expect there. Services and other. Um, I think that's going to bounce back a little bit because we had a dip because of that COVID 487 million. Um, you know, this is supercharging service revenue. Maybe if less people are driving to work and so forth because of the pandemic in Q2, that's why that dipped. Now that's going back up. This could be a lot higher actually, but anyway, that's what I have. So all estimates, um, this is what at a high level, I think the income statement is gonna look like, you know, 8.321 billion in revenue, a monster quarter up from 6.3 billion in Q3 2019, way up from 6 billion flat in Q2. Um, we can zoom in here uh, in terms of gross profit. Also looking like this is gonna be a record 1.62. Here they were selling the super profitable performance model three variants. Um, so that's why the gross profit was so high there. Then they drop the price, gross profit gets hit, then they achieve economies of scale, introduce Model Y, and now we're ramping back up as everything is sort of in full swing and these production lines really hit their groove and production starts scaling. I think gross profit is gonna launch into the stratosphere here as well. Operating income, I'm projecting this could be Tesla's most profitable quarter ever from an operating income perspective, 568 million, way up from 261 million, almost a double. Um, from the same period last year. And this once again comes at a time where Tesla, you know, is growing like crazy. If you go into their revenue growth here, the company's, uh, I'm estimating 32% revenue growth here. So continuing to grow like crazy um, despite this global pandemic and everything. And we, of course, we hear of revenue here outpacing expense growth. And so th there you have it. This is the estimates. Um, and I do want to say this is from the core business. So from the core business, record revenue, record profits, but I know what you're all going to say. So uh, and this is what I did put in my delivery video on. I wanted to correct it because there could be a crazy sort of non-core business um, expense that comes in this quarter that makes Tesla swing to massively not have a profit. And that is Elon Musk's stock compensation package. We all know he got this massive stock comp. Um, basically, if he, the business grows and crushes it, we're gonna issue him massive chunks of stock. So because the business has been crushing it in the past year or two, he's hit the first couple milestones of his pay package. And so if one of these uh, pay package, essentially a huge chunk of stock gets issued to Elon Musk during the quarter, it's gonna look like a loss because they're gonna have to write down all of that stock potentially. But that's not the core business. And it's just like they're creating new shares out of thin air and giving them to him for his performance. It's not like, you know, Tesla has to pay $3 billion out of pocket. So even so I think this quarter could be really funky and have this weird one-off. And the reason why I'm, I'm kind of explaining this and I didn't include this in my analysis is because I don't care. And this is one thing I really try and separate with is like, 
you know, I'm trying to understand how the core business is doing. In my head, how I analyze Elon's stock package is I already knew he was going to get this massive stock package. I basically assumed he would hit every milestone and then just added that many shares to the dilution. So you're like, okay, you know, Tesla has 200 million shares, or I guess like a billion shares outstanding, let's call it, after the split. You know, Elon Musk, if his pace package goes through, is like 250 million shares, or I don't, I'm just making numbers up, but you know, you can just add those 250 million shares in the uh, share count for your model, 1.25 billion, and start doing your math that way, and then just focus on the core business, not try and get lost. And anyway, the point is, is we could see a huge dip in profitability this quarter, but it's a non-cash expense. It's just this one-time thing. And I think a lot of the media and skeptics are going to point to this as, look how much money Tesla paid. If you look how much they paid Elon Musk, they wouldn't have made money any other quarter. If you look at, you know, they're going to try and spin this as a negative when it's really not. It's really that the business crushed it. And that's why his performance milestone was reached. And that's why we're happily issuing him stock to compensate him for just, you know, a fraction of those market share gains. Um, that we've all experienced as Tesla shareholders. We'll see what happens with that. I'm not sure, um, but Elon Musk stock comp could get recognized. But regardless, I think the numbers are going to show, you know, record revenue and record profitability and record or really strong cash flow um, from the core business. And so excellent signs. Tesla's core business is on fire. But moving on to the conference call and what tidbits of information I'm looking for, um, one of the first things I'm looking for is construction rates on new factories. I mean, Tesla has three massive construction products around the world right now. Let's talk first about Shanghai, what they're doing in China. I mean, they, China has since recovered from COVID. I think that's hitting records. They've been lowering the prices there. I'm really curious to get a sense of gross margin, deliveries, demand, um, how expansion is going for Model Y. I'm also very curious about, you know, Megapack, Tesla batteries, the semi-truck, Cybertruck, um, the Tesla Model 2 in China. What are the plans on those? Because I know they've been expanding like a breakneck pace with their factory in Shanghai. So any color on that would be fascinating. Then you go to Berlin as well. It looks like that is moving at a crazy pace, supposed to be pumping out cars out of the production line by the end of 2021. So is that still on track? It looks like um, they're, the, you know, the construction's moving every single week that goes by. We're seeing more equipment, more progress on that site. And then the same goes for Austin. Tesla just announced on their last conference call, the Austin Terra Factory, where they're gonna build the Cybertruck, the semi-truck, these crazy new batteries that they announced at Battery Day. And they're already starting to build it. They already have the land. They're already, you know, clearing it out, um, setting up the foundation for what is potentially gonna be their biggest factory. And so I'm very curious about uh, the timing of all these new factory ramps. And then tying into that, you know, battery day. So we got battery day in between this quarter and last quarter. And so to me, that's fascinating of, you know, every single quarterly conference call, the questions about battery technology and all this was deflected until battery day. Now that's come out, are they going to talk about the financial implications? Are they going to announce how much CapEx they're spending on each factory to ramp this battery production uh, for Austin? I think that could be fascinating. And maybe Elon and Drew will be more willing to talk about their plans there from a financial perspective now that the cat's out of the bag and we've had battery investor day, you know, uh, maybe they're going to give us color on how much production is happening in that Cato Road facility. Will that be for Plaid Model S? How is that going to come together? You know, it looks like the timing on that's late 2021. You know, any color on that would be fascinating. Um, you know, I'm really, really curious about this 100 gigawatt hours in 2022 number um, because, you know, Tesla announcing this revolutionary new battery cell. And I think another huge thing about this that I've been thinking more and more is processing battery day is just the way the battery is not even cell to pack, cell to structure is a huge game changing breakthrough in the architecture of vehicles. And it's not only like they're commercializing this, they want to commercialize it on a huge scale with 100 gigawatt hours by the end of 2022, I guess, as a production run rate. I mean, that's like triple the current production run rate of Tesla. That's a million and a half. Uh, you know, Model 3s and Ys essentially on the road worth of batteries that Tesla's going to be building in about a year or two. So that just seems like way too fast scaling for a new technology, in my opinion. 
um, unless Tesla was really downplaying how much they've solved at battery day. So I'm really curious to know because, you know, tying back to why that matters as a, as a long-term investor, you know, what's the status of semi-truck? What's the status of the Cybertruck? That, and even Plaid Model S, that all boils down to those 4680 battery cells. So I'd be really curious about color of, you know, yield, uh, you know, how close we are to putting those cars uh, in or testing, how close we are to putting these cells in cars. Like, really curious about the details and timing of that battery cell production line ramp. So, you know, that's what I'm fascinated by is like the quarterly report, you know, Wall Street gets pumped about all the numbers that happened in the past as the report. I get excited about the stuff that Tesla talks about that's going to happen in the report. And that's what I really like to focus on. Um, and I've said this before, but the tone of management matters. I think I know that te uh, Tesla's management tone is going to be really optimistic and pumped because everything's going so well. But you know, reading in between the lines on their tone, uh, their tone on certain questions, I think is so fascinating. Um, and you can get so much insight by really listening and, and taking detailed notes and paying attention um, to the conference call. Um, of course, I'm my, doing my usual coverage, going live, waiting for the shareholder letter with you all, um, and then doing my full coverage of earnings, the, the data and the conference call on the channel. So definitely subscribe if you haven't already. Another thing that's really kind of interesting that's on my mind is uh, at Berlin, they mentioned that they could use the new 4680 cells at Berlin, but and then it's like, okay, wait, if we're using these crazy new cells at Berlin, that's a crazy new way to produce them. That's happening really fast. Does that mean the Model Y in Berlin is going to have better range, better specs, better, you know, everything um, than what Tesla is doing uh, with the Model Y here? I don't know. I'm really curious about, uh, you know, this 4680 cell, how it goes from a presentation to in a car. Like, I feel like we missed a lot of like the details about that in the present battery day presentation was all about the tech but now it's about scaling financially into the roadmap, how that actually ties down to the CapEx that we're gonna have to spend to ramp these battery production lines. Like really curious to get a bunch of color on that and see how Martin and his team, you know, lay that out in the shareholder uh, presentation. The last thing I'm gonna be looking for and very curious about is full self-driving. We know Elon and his team have been really teasing this major FSD rewrite, um, potentially feature complete, essentially full self-driving package um, where they could essentially, you know, your car with maybe zero interventions could take you from your home to work. This is the true start of the full self-driving package, us really going fully autonomous. And I think if this works, the ability for Tesla to really raise prices from 8,000, 9, 10, 12,000 for that FSD package is all gonna happen. So I'm very curious about Elon and the team. Um, maybe Andre Karpathy will get on the line to talk to us about the uh, features for Tesla self-driving and autopilot software. And additionally, tying into that, this, the Tesla network, you know, Waymo just launching what they're doing. Maybe that'll get brought up by like Adam Jonas or something to try and poke Elon, see what he says. But I'm really curious about this idea of the Tesla network. Um, and I feel like they've been a little bit quiet about autopilot and all that sort of stuff, waiting for this update to push through. But once it does, which it sounds like is happening any day now, I mean, we could be getting some really, really exciting stuff on, on that end of the company too. So um, anyway, that is my earnings preview. I think it's going to be a, a blockbuster quarter for Tesla. It's going to be, you know, all good news and vibes on the conference call. Really curious to see what kind of battery info and battery, you know, day details get revealed on the call. Um, let me know all your questions, comments, you know, ideas, schemes, guesses about earnings in the comments below. Subscribe for all that earnings coverage that's coming. Anyway, this is HyperChange. Have an awesome day. See y'all next time. Peace.